Welcome everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. We have Kyle who runs Couch Marketing, an SEO and email marketing agency. How are you doing, Kyle? Doing good. Doing good. Thank you. You're welcome. Kyle Hunt, I should say. So today we're going to talk about uh, email and SMS and what to do now to prepare for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and why you should start building out your campaigns now. Um, you know, the this podcast will probably be released in a few days, and from then on, it'll only be about a month until Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So first off, Kyle, why sh- why should you start building out campaigns now for for a month a month away? Yeah. So this time period is really unprecedented. We have, as you know, COVID nineteen, and we have an election and this is kind of looking like it'll be one of the most competitive holiday periods ever in marketing history for any kind of brand. So a lot of people are trying to get ahead of the game right now. So we have a lot of clients specifically in the e-commerce space that are really considering launching campaigns even in a few weeks, <laughs> which which that, that may be hard for most brands to prepare for. But even if you can't launch in that time period, like by early November, you know, early on in November, people should start releasing campaigns just because it's going to be so competitive. I mean, there's there's so much competition. It grows every year, but especially this year with brands just kind of fighting to get in people's inboxes and on their phones. Um, you really have to be ahead of the game. So a lot of things that we're seeing right now involves kind of having steeper discounts available earlier. So what you would typically see is, you know, around that week of Black Friday, Thanksgiving, Cyber Monday is when the best discounts are offered. But to get ahead of the game, you may want to consider doing those discounts earlier, um, releasing some kind of schedule to your audience and just telling them what to expect. So maybe there's a 30% discount even late October, early November. And then you have different discounts available as you get closer to Black Friday. But again, a lot of people may see that as a risk, but really like, again, just to reiterate, the competition is crazy right now. Um, I was looking at a study the other day that said like 35% of people under 45 are, are shopping now, like during this next couple weeks um, for any kind of holidays and people over 45, like 30% are going to be doing it in the next few weeks. So it's like, it's crucial now to get moving. Um, And really what I would say is just, you need to decide what your goals are for email and SMS. You have to, based on those goals, build out your segments and then put a discount strategy in place and then let your subscribers know what to expect. I think that's the biggest thing. Not everyone can do that in the next couple of weeks, but you need to start having some kind of plan pretty quick. So Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, obviously, Amazon just had their Prime Day. Walmart and Target piggybacked off that. Uh, Nike just threw their app. Um, what's today? Tuesday. It was, it was late last week. Had like a member exclusive sale. And so they were having awesome, like 30 to 50% discounts. And so I bought a bunch of stuff from there. And so, yeah, I don't think you should be afraid to, to do stuff earlier as, as, as you mentioned. Yeah. Um, okay. So why is it important perhaps now more than ever to invest time into the design 
of the actual email and and the copy? Yeah, I think that's a good question. And it, it really does go back to competition. Like you have to, especially during this time period when people are getting flooded with marketing messages on all channels, you have to stand out. You really do have to try your best to create something that's unique, um, especially with, you know, because a lot of holiday purchases will come and go. Um, you want to have a plan in place to like carry them over to be a more consistent customer. But for those groups of people that maybe haven't bought as much in the past or they're holiday shoppers, you can take some more risks, be more creative, do designs that you've never done before. But I think even more important is it's not even so much being unique, but tailoring that design to your individual segments and lists and making sure that you're matching it to the, the descriptive data that you have. So like age, you know, gender, income, those kind of things, uh, but also the products that they're looking at, the products that they're buying, you know, putting things in front of them that are going to actually appeal to them. So you have to be conscious of that with the with the design as well. But I think going a little bit outside of the box is not going to hurt during this time period, because, again, people are getting hit from all from all angles. And so that applies to email and SMS. You just have to be a little bit different, but you really have to appeal to the interests of the group that you're sending to more than anything. So, yeah. yeah. OK, cool. And so you mentioned, obviously, uh, tailoring the the design and the messaging to the particular segment. So obviously this partially depends on the size of the list, but how many segments do you recommend that a, that a brand has? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think there's a few core segments that you should have built out. So one of the first ones that I would look at is your holiday shoppers from the previous year. So you can build that segment um, on pretty much any platform um, Clavio is really good for that, um, but there's a lot of platforms that can do it. I would just look at what products those groups purchased and have a few segments built out for that, for those holiday shoppers. I would also look at your VIPs, kind of high roller customers, anybody that's made multiple purchases that can vary depending on the industry, but anyone that is a loyal customer, I would definitely have a core audience around that group. And then also a win back group that is maybe not like really unengaged because you, you don't really want to do too much of that during the holiday sending, but a group that maybe has purchased in the past. Um, they're not super engaged, but you have a high likelihood of winning them back if you make the right offer. Um, I think those that's a really good starting place. And that may be a few different segments, depending on, you know, if you're if you look at your holiday shoppers, are you breaking that down into individual products? Are you adjusting that for inventory that you currently have, which is something else I recommend. Like right now with shipping and manufacturing the way that it is with COVID and the holidays, you wanna focus on what inventory you have. So look at people that have purchased similar products in the past and try to build promotions and, and segments around that as well. Uh, but I would say, you know, again, VIPs, a good win back group and then a list of or a segment of holiday shoppers and then you could break that down even even further if you wanted to to get more specific by product okay and so basically you're recommending that a, a company should have at least three of these segments that they're pre prepping for but 
they should probably have what I don't know four to six emails for each segment mm-hmm. yep. to be distributed from like pre-Thanksgiving to Black Friday, right? Like, exactly. That's the time to hit them. So we're talking, you know, it could approach 20 different emails pretty quickly. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And you want to, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, having those emails customized for those segments. And you want to have pretty consistent communication. There's a fine line. You don't want to like spam people because they are getting a lot of emails. But during this period, when you want to maximize your sales, you need to have it. It's not necessarily a flow, but it kind of is a flow. I mean, you have a flow of campaigns that are being sent to each group and you want to stay top of mind. Um, And then if you want to get really crazy, I mean, it it does require some planning, but you can build some other buckets depending on what people do during those campaigns or that flow. Um, And then you can have them go a few different ways. But if like just kind of foundationally, uh, the essential is to have, yeah, four to six emails for each one of those groups built out and customize to the group. Yeah, and I think partially because obviously it's the holidays and it's smart to hit people up with email at that time and SMS. Um, the other reason why this is important is because as we know, ad costs are, are rising, the most expensive during that time. So trying to get as many sales as you can from email and text is, is gonna help your, your ROI. Um, also, if there's any time when I'm okay with getting bombarded by emails from brands, it's that you know week, yeah. week and a half. It's like, yeah, give me all your emails, give me all your sales. This is yeah, this is what I'm waiting for. Give me all the discounts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and what about testing before the the time comes? Is there a way or a strategy that you use to to maybe do some small tests to to yes. prep for the key time? Yeah, this is really crucial and you really want to focus on your engaged lists and you can do that. I mean, it, it can vary, but kind of the standard that we follow is over a three to four week period, we're going to send different campaigns to engage lists. So like week one, we may send to like people that have opened or clicked an email in the last 30 days. And, and that may be all for that first week. And then the second week we may send, we may expand that out to 60 days, third week, 90 um, just kind of increasing the amount of people that get it every week. Again, we're we're coming up close to Black Friday, so you may have to condense that a little bit, and maybe combine some of those groups. But the key is to like try to keep your open rates hovering around like 20% ish, um, if possible. And any higher than that is great. Um, and then we usually follow the standard of try to not send to more than like a group of 20,000 for that first couple hours on the first campaign, and then not increase by more than 50% for campaigns that follow. And again, those aren't like hard rules, but the point is just to like really warm the list, um, prepare the list and make sure that, you know, you, you have good numbers there going into the, you know, when you're sending a lot more emails during that, that period of holidays. So yeah. Um, but but yeah, for now, like because we're coming up on on it pretty quickly, maybe just take, you know, one or two weeks, send a few emails to those highly engaged lists and then just kind of jump into the the main campaigns. OK, awesome. Well, I don't have any other questions for you for this episode. Any f- final parting pieces of advice? The only thing I would say really quick is just, you know, you have to after the holidays, too. And so. 
I would encourage brands and companies to think about what can I offer, you know, as these holiday deals are ending to kind of push people into the next year and to capture as many of those people and make them consistent customers. So think about like rewards programs, other incentives that you can uh, intrigue people with to get them buying more often because, you know, a lot of companies see a really big drop off after the holidays and that is normal, but there are ways to to capture more of those people and, and make them a more regular customer. So I'd encourage people to do that as well. Just think beyond the holidays because uh, yeah. it's a long game for sure. So, yeah, that's very smart. OK, well, thanks so much for coming on. No problem. Uh, Kyle Hunt from PouchMarketing.com, CEO, and uh, have you again on in the future. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. See ya. See ya. <clears throat> okay.